Um, I've only seen one of the movies. Um, Goodbye. Um, I haven't seen any of them either, John. <laughs> oh my God! All right, both of you. See you later. <laughs> I know. No, it's I've so seen bad. them. I've read them, and it's, I've, it's such. And an so many people say this to me on Instagram. Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Brick. I'm your host, Garrett, and this is the podcast where we talk with fellow AFOLs and LEGO lovers from around the world about their LEGO designs. And today we have a special treat. We're going to be talking about our favorite LEGO sets for Christmas. Well, at least on our Christmas wish list. And also, every Friday we do our Bricking News, so you can catch up on all the things LEGO's been working on for the past week. So as I said, this is a special broadcast of our Christmas wish list. There are four of us here today. And I will introduce them. Then they will introduce themselves with a quick uh, breakdown of where they're at and what they love about Lego. Well, I'm Garrett, as you guys know. And we have John. You know him as Blockhead23. We have Lewis of Lewis of Nutwood. And we also have Peter, uh, which we go as, oh, A Full of Good. All of their names are going to be in the description here. So you can check out their work and chat with them if you want. And also, just to go back a little bit, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can check us out on Spotify or Apple. You can also leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. And you can also check out the website, backtobrick.com. Also, John, you may already know from Blockhead23 as our media representative for Instagram and our live video presenter. So everybody, thank you for taking time to come in today. I'm just going to go down the list and give us a little brief description of where you're from and what you love to do with Lego. John, we'll start with you. Hello. Uh, thank you for having me on, Garrett. I am John. I am out here in Oregon, USA on the... On the coast here, I am Blockhead23. Been doing uh, the Instagram work and live streams for uh, Back to Brick here now for a little over a month. And been a fan of Lego my whole life and just picked it back up in the last four years. It's great to have you on, John, finally, for the first time on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my first time on guest. Yeah, uh, it'll be fun. Now we'll talk to Lewis, which we've talked to before. He's been a guest on the podcast uh, in some of our earlier podcast days. And Lewis, if you could just give the same thing, quick breakdown for us. Yeah, hi guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. My name is Lewis. Currently in Sao Paulo, Brazil, right now. I like castle builds, medieval builds, but the mo the thing I love the most about Lego is the possibility that it gives you to connect with people, like-minded people, creative people all around the world. And that's what I love about Lego. Well, and I think that's what we love is we're all here today to kind of talk about it and connect. And really happy to have you on and talk to you again, Lewis. And Peter, it's our first time talking together, but I'm really glad to have you on. Let's hear your background a little bit. Absolutely. My name's Peter. I go by A Fully Good on Instagram. And of course, thank you for having me on. I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I picked up Lego mock making again 21 months ago. I love doing it and I love making architecture, but with uh, mainly a medieval or gothic focus. And like Lewis said, I like connecting to people around the world as well, but I, I really just enjoy being in my dark little hole by myself and <laughs> in the zone. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. 
Well, thank you all. Thank you, Peter, for coming on today. And I'm going to give the quick breakdown of how this podcast will work for today. And we did do a little bit of stipulations for our podcast guests, and this might help you in your decision-making for your Christmas list or not at all. You might have no limitations. What I did is all our guests had a limit of $1,000 that they could spend on their Christmas wish list, and they had to choose five sets, and they could not go over. And if you do, you're out. It doesn't matter. Uh, this, this is the game where the points don't matter. Um, <laughs> uh, but we'll roll through from five down to one in preference of our favorite sets and break down the cost here. And if we have people that match, we'll kind of talk through like, hey, uh, mine was number five and you had it as your second. Why did you have it as your second? And so on. This is just over the past year of 2021, what our favorite sets are and what we're looking to find under our Christmas trees this year. For all those of our wives or significant others uh, that are listening, take note. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start off today with John. I'd love to hear what your number five pick is. Please tell us the name of the set and the price. And then, of course, why you picked it. Right, right. Number five for me is going to be the stunt competition. It is set number 60299 and it goes for 29.99. It's temporarily unavailable uh on the website. So, and I haven't been able to find it in stores either. That's part of the reason why it's on my list. Also because I happen to pick up one of those uh stunt bikes already and I'm having far too much fun with it. I don't know if I've had any of the stunt bikes. I know previously they did the technic stunt ones back in yeah. the early 2000s yeah it's it's kind of it's got a similar feel to it, it but it even it has it has a better mechanism work to it and also i like the fact that they've got the body style it's a one piece body style fitting over the the bike itself so that price what was it for that set that one's uh 29.99 and it's got and it's got two bikes it also the, the also the beauty part of it is it's got the 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 ramp where you can jump through a flaming hoop. Oh, similar to uh, what's his name, Evil Knievel. Evil. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or uh, in Toy Story, Duke Kaboom, uh, which I thought was a great <laughs> Canadian ripoff there. <laughs> Duke Kaboom. Yes. All right, so we'll go to our next contestant or uh, wish lister, Peter. What is your number five? Cool. First, I'm going to preface it by saying, uh, once again, I've never actually bought a set. I've only received them as gifts and in my entire life. So this is con consistent with how I've always gotten them. Okay. So my fifth set is the police station item number 10278-1, and it retails for about $175. I just really like the architecture of this build. I like the color variety. It's super clean. It's very precise looking. It's believable when I look at it. I know what it is. I also love to to part it out and use the pieces. The only part colors I probably wouldn't use would be the purple. I do have purple, but I can't seem to fit it in when I put it on something. It doesn't feel right, but it looks great here. Within your medieval style, you could do like a, a purple room in the castle since it that's royalty, correct? That's the color. It it sure could be, but for some reason I like I just I I don't know I I, I put purple in there I'm just like no nope, doesn't feel good it's got to be <laughs> dark green or whatever so yeah but it could it, it could work yeah it's a cool set this one's a modular set right yep it certainly is yeah it's it's really really nice so yeah that's what I'm picking for number five is it adding up to some other modular buildings you have Peter no <laughs> 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 it could be though. 
It could be. I, mean, I could go next to one of my little build. I mean, I I don't even keep my modulars once I, or once I tear it. Once I'm done with the build, I tear it down right away so I can start again. But um, if I want to keep them, I could fit it in just to to have it there. I have to agree. Such a beautiful set. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like the that it it has the main building of the police station, but it has the two smaller buildings on either side. Uh, I'm a big modular collector. And I mean, I still have missed out on a few. Uh, I didn't really start till the Parisian restaurant, but th they've done a really nice job with these newest ones. And uh, especially I like the boutique hotel that they just came out with as kind of a callback to the old hotel they did. It's 15 years, so almost 15 years ago. Yeah, the colors on that look like a real throwback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially the roof coloring. What's that? That yeah. uh, old turquoisey color. Mm -hmm. I like that too. That's a great set. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you. That is Peter's number five is the police station modular set. All right, Lewis, you're up. Well, my number five pick for this list would be the number 10282, the Adidas Adidas Superstar. And <laughs> it goes for $79.99. And man, when it came out, I was blown away. I was mind blown. Because not only it's a very unique fashion uh, uh, statement, the Adidas Superstar, it's the shoe, it's the sneaker I, I, I used to wear when I was a kid and I've been using since, let's say, the past 10 years. When it came out, it's just something that resonates, that speaks to my identity uh, uh, as a fashion model, as a, fish, as a, fashion, a fashion feature. <laughs> And it's incredibly well done. In my opinion, uh, a lesson to all the brands that want to connect, uh, interconnect with each other, and uh, maybe picking picking some 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 aspects of other brands and bringing to their own. Lego did uh, what they did here was a lesson on how to uh, uh, how to present branding, how to work branding internationally with other brands, and that for me is a number big number five pick. Nice. And how much was cool. that set? $79.99. I've never actually owned an Adidas shoe, but it is a nice it is a nice build because they were selling Adidas shoes for a, a while. They did, I think, a couple, like almost 10 years ago, and now they came out with their latest partnership. And my buddy Michael, who has been on the podcast before also, loved it. It's like one of his top 10 builds in Lego. Really? Yeah, he says it's super intricate because the angling you have to do, and they put the little Easter egg of the tiny two by two tile uh, underneath the heel, which I thought was really cool. I didn't know about the Easter egg of the two by two tile. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It's simply a, a fashion statement, and uh, <laughs> the amount of people that adapted their builds to with with some fashion uh, uh, something different. Uh, just to to style it up, to style the the sneaker up, it, it was amazing. It's absolutely amazing, and it totally blew my mind. Yeah, very cool set. Cool. And now I'll say my number five. So as most people know, I started out with I Brickheads, and so I was a big Brickheads nerd, and I still am. I try to collect everyone I can, and so my number five is Voldemort, Nagini, and Bellatrix at twenty five dollars. This set is really cool because. Um, well, I'm a big Harry Potter nerd. I actually was just at Harry Potter World yesterday. That's a long story. I love how they've 
included just three and you think well maybe they just do Voldemort and Bellatrix because they're the iconic like baddies but having Nagini is a nice display because they've never done uh, a snake uh, animal because they've done dogs and cats and birds and fish I think the snake is a nice addition so that is my number five cool. right, huh? anyone that listens to the podcast knows that you are a Brickheads fan right Garrett and I can only imagine how your your uh lego room lego cave is filled <laughs> with brickheads i can only imagine that yeah there's quite a few we moved it all upstairs to the attic when we thought we were moving so there's just a giant pile of i don't have them all yet i'm still searching for like most of series one and uh, the ones from uh, san diego comic-con are just a little out of my price range but the latest ones i've pretty well collected in how many are there so the 150th comes out on january 1st as ahsoka tano ahsoka oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> there are, yeah, there are quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> so now we'll move into our number four. And we're going to start this time with Peter. Tell us your number four. Absolutely. So my number four is NASA Space Shuttle Discovery, set, uh, number 10283-1. And it goes for around... $180 or so, up to 200 The reason I chose this one is that it was a huge part of my childhood, the space shuttle. I actually watched, uh, I in fourth grade, I was watching on TV when it uh, exploded, the Challenger. Uh, I remember that. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. Obviously, seeing that, it was really, and being four, in fourth grade or third grade, you don't really register it. But aside from that, the space shuttle was just everywhere as a kid. And they promoted it constantly and talked about space travel, et cetera. Of course, I liked it. Um, and then aside from that, the set itself is really beautiful. A friend of mine owns it. It's a cool set, and I like it. I watched that happen on TV, too. Wow. Did you? Not, that was cool. Yeah. I don't think yeah, Lewis we were, and I are old enough. They rolled, they yeah, rolled the TV. I didn't experience that. They rolled the TVs into classrooms because it was such a big deal because the teacher was, was going off into space. And yep. uh, I think I was, so you, you're, you're just a little bit younger than I am. And I, I got, I went into school pretty young. I think I was in fifth or sixth grade when it happened. And uh, yep. man, wow. Yeah. What a good set though. Yeah. yeah what a good yeah. set though. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the set must bring some memories back, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it does. And I think it's like, as weird as it, I mean, I don't know. I think it seems to me like most people that are into Lego like the sets and the brand and all that stuff. But, and I do, but I just love mocks more than anything else. But I love some of the sets when they're super technical and I'm, or they just look ex exactly like the real thing. And this one totally looks like it to me. Well, and also if there's, if there's that built in uh, nostalgia factor, like if you have something connected to personally to it, like, yeah. um, you know, oh, like, yeah. bro, like, like the Coliseum, my wife's Italian. So, you know, she loves the, the Coliseum. So. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. If it's yeah, hundred percent agree with that. And this set is such a, a a perfect display to have on on your living room, just sitting there, right? Right. Yeah. If I did own this set, I would not take it apart because yeah, the pieces that are on there, if I wanted them, I would just buy them separately, and I don't need all that. All I don't flat. believe you. I don't believe you because there <laughs> there are there are, okay. there are all you. of these chrome pieces on there. I think that I think that you would totally pilfer. <laughs> all right you're right well, yeah, I, that's kind of, it a tower basically so yeah i could turn it into something yeah all right yeah, for, I don't, okay 
the space shuttle was on my short list. I have the first, well, not the Technic Discovery, but the next Discovery when they did the whole NASA series back in the early, the mid 2000s, where they used to have Discovery stores, which was the best. Discovery Channel yeah. stores were awesome. Yeah. But I like the callback and especially having, uh, of course, the Hubble because that was what it's been known for. And it's been in the news recently. So something to also kind of bring back the nostalgia of. Now we're going to move to John's number four. Uh, my number four. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I went with the Jurassic Fossils set, the T-Rex Dinosaur oh. Fossil ex- ex- Exhibition. It's uh, set number 76940, 198 pieces. It's got, what, like two minifigs and then a little dinosaur and then a dinosaur head. Um, I thought it would just pair nicely with the, the fossils, the idea fossil set. I don't own any of the Jurassic World sets as of yet. And this would be a good entryway for me. It's a small uh, price point at twenty nine ninety nine, and I thought, like I said, it would go, it would pair nicely. It's a, it's a little bit of an off white, more of a, a beige fossil set. So maybe it's a little more weathered, or some of those ones that were left on the island. Um, but it would go nicely with the uh, with the fossil set. I thought, and that's been a very popular idea set. I don't, I don't think I own any of the Disney or the. Uh lego jurassic world sets either i've been holding out for the visitor station or at least the jeep from the first jurassic park movies but it seems like they just they don't want to do it i don't know why well i keep hearing that the 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 what the entrance gates or whatever is like a top 10 set or what have you i just um i have so many other things that i like to focus on that that one keeps getting pushed back to the the back of the pack for me. That's such a terrific choice, man. That's such a terrific choice for this uh, for this set. You have it, the playability, the posability, the T Rex in in tan. It's amazing, and the mold for the the dinosaur there. Such a terrific pick. Right, I love that little dinosaur. Little <laughs> stegosaurus. Yeah. it's awesome. Or triceratops, or whatever it is. That's cool, yeah. My daughter loves those dinosaurs. I might just buy those separately for that her, but they're pricey. I literally almost bought this set yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> the molds, I think, are what causes the price because yeah. they're not making them for everything. These are just like the sets that they have for that. Yeah, because I mean, if you want to buy one of those dinosaurs on BrickLink, they're it could be twenty, thirty dollars just for one. Damn. Right. Like the sheep. Okay. That's how much those things are going for and that stuff. Why are the pigs five yeah. dollars? <laughs> That's off topic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a good question. We'll we'll have to answer that someday. <laughs> the only pigs that are available are the pink, but not the dot with the nougat. I'm always like, I don't want a pink pig, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, okay. It's kind of like the goat, the whole goat discussion. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's only been one set, right? Is that true? Something like that? Goat? Yes. Yeah, only one set. That's what it was, the goat sheep. I don't know why they didn't do it in one of the other sets we'll talk about, but we'll get to that. Yep. But for Lewis, what's your number four today? Pick number four today is the number 31203. And you've discussed it on the podcast. It's the world map for $149.99. And I picked this set because, oh my God, it's the world map. It's an, it's an atlas and basically is a piece of art. I find those uh, mosaic um, 
sets so amazing and it's such a different build than any other set there is because literally you you it's just about the studs right all the set is about studs and the concentration and putting all the things together it's just such a different experience from everything else that it's to me it sets this world apart sets this set apart what do you guys think love it i agree and you had a good pun in there. You missed it, though. Sets the word, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My wife I mean, is I'm literally not... working on this right now, right next to me. Yeah. And yeah. Now, I agree with you, though. That is a great set. And I've never done a mosaic, but it would be uh, completely different than everything I've done. So it would be a real challenge to, to try to create one from scratch. So I'd probably just start with that set. I like the set because the piece count is super high for a pretty cheap price but it's also mm -hmm. massive like where would i put it i and also yeah. like i like the mosaics they were really cool when they came out price points too high i think they should have been maybe 90 bucks 120 just seems a little steep i just bought one the the beatles set at target because they've been sold out everywhere else for like 80 mm -hmm. bucks and i'm like that's okay that's good i could pay that because i can also get instructions for uh, the Mandalorian using the same pieces, so why wouldn't I do that? Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, but the word, it totally is a beautiful agree. atlas. It's beautiful. I can totally agree that the price point is uh, uh, kind of high, even, even though it comes with a lot of pieces. But still, if we a little bit uh, uh, clever about how choosing stuff on Bricklink, for example, we can build our own mosaics with our own pictures and just by going with the same motion that comes with all, all the other but this one still as you as you guys said it's massive it's huge gigantic you can put it in your wall and it'll be just as well as a piece of art that's kind of interactive and man it's just amazing agreed yeah absolutely i think it's a great choice for number four uh, now, for my number four, I chose set 10271, which is the Fiat 500. Uh, I, I think it's a great little car. Uh, like mm -hmm. I've said, there's a few cars that I want to own in my life, and this is kind of one of them, just because of just like the factor mm. of, I, uh, of um, the icon that it was, how the history behind it, because, well, everyone's like, well, it's, why does it have a cloth roof? Because it was cheaper. <laughs> Steel was super expensive. So they're like, every Fiat had a cloth roof because it saved weight and it saved money because steel was expensive. Wow. And this set, I like how they did the two colors. I'm more into the yellow uh, instead of the baby blue. And it's gonna ask that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a cool idea to have the options. I think, uh, I don't know how the test went through Lego. Like if they said, hey, this has been good or bad because they might do the same thing. I'd love it if they came out with the Mustang and like the bullet green and black. Oh, um, yeah so the fiat <laughs> is my number four awesome yeah it, it's just great i love the classic creator cars and i hope they come out with some cool ones i have two that i'm working on right now for my own like just enjoyment but they're great yeah it's a great looking car and those creator cars are awesome i agree they're all super cool it's really nice looking model it's such a solid build and the door hinges on it are so great i have i have it and i i, I actually just saw, saw the powdered blue one for the first time because it was only available in the UK. Mm -hmm. And I was at a Bricks and Minifigs here in Vancouver, Washington, and I they had one on shelf for 180 bucks, and I was I almost grabbed it, almost. <laughs> and then 
realized mm-hmm. I realized my wife loves me a whole lot, but I don't know if she loves me. <laughs> and again, it's such a classic car and such a beautiful build. Again, it means even more when it means to you, Garrett, that you owned the, the car. Did I understand it right? And well, no, I didn't for- own it yet. I he won yet. It. Yes, yeah. he won one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Pages for another story. Oh. And kudos <laughs> for that information. Kudos for that information on the roof. I didn't know that, and that is really, really cool. Yeah, and it was. It's cool because it's like the commerce or uh, the middle class car because you could fix it mm-hmm. easily. Anybody could mm-hmm. fix it, which was the parts were super easy to get. It's also this is post war World War Two, sure. so they really didn't have much to go on. Yep. Brilliant, brilliant idea. Yep. Yeah. Yep. See source of information. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm full of useless facts. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's, number three. Let's talk to John. What's your number three? My number three is the crocodile locomotive set number one zero two seven seven. Twelve hundred and seventy-one pieces, retail price of ninety-nine ninety-nine. It is one of those sets that I kept telling myself, oh, I'll get that. Oh, I'll get that. Oh, I'll get that. And because it's only a hundred bucks because you're like too busy buying three and four hundred dollar sets or whatever. And uh, then it gets retired <laughs> um, or is about to get retired. And uh, and it's just a beautiful looking set. And it's one of those ones, I believe, that you can power up as well. So it's got a good piece count at, uh, at 1200 uh, almost 1300 for $100. And the, the build itself is gorgeous and i love how it has the um attachments the old school attachments to the rails above the wirings above this is actually my number three too ah nice and and everything you've said is accurate i love lego trains love them i have like almost all of them uh, except the night train which you know now is 700 dollars or something crazy the same mentality i'm buying 300 sets i'll buy it it's 100 bucks and now you're right it is retiring uh, I think my Lego store still has it in stock, but my uh, Lego budget is far past what it is allowed to be. Um, so <laughs> hopefully to see it under the tree, but if not, hopefully I'll find it before it officially just disappears. Yeah, it's a gorgeous looking set. I agree. That is an amazing set that was going to be on my list, but I forgot about it. And uh, when I was a kid, I did model railroads and basically made my own designs, et cetera, on tables and all that. So I still love it. I've never bought any Lego train stuff though i do love it and if i venture out of medieval ever probably won't but if i ever did i would certainly go in that direction and <laughs> they that's, have medieval that's trains right what's that you could make a medieval train right you could you know i mean <laughs> but my personality is just i'm a per- i i choose things in life and i do them until i've explored them on every level and i very rarely waver from them so even if i do do trains it's going to be a couple of years i live two miles from mall of america lego store and i know that that's there because i was just there the other day so well, i might have to send you money so that you can buy it for me <laughs> <laughs> i can go in there and make sure it's still there but they had a bunch of them there so yeah it's a cool set colors my store is sold out now officially yeah, it might be now. I mean, this is pre. This is probably two weeks ago. I was there, and they had quite a bit. And I, I've been there a lot, and it's always there. But who knows with the holidays? Yeah, yeah. The malls have been crazy here. Yeah. You know what? For this set, it's absolutely gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. And if you are a, a train fan, this is spot on. But the thing is, you don't even have to understand or like anything about trains to find this set impressive. And that's the case here. I'm not particularly a train fan, but this thing 
is so beautiful. It's so poseable. It's amazing. Great, great uh, choice. Awesome. Yes, yeah. Since Lewis, you spoke last, what is your number three? Well, my number three is, is a, a pick that uh, uh, resonates with me and my, uh, uh, my younger years. It's the number 10. 10292. 10292. It's the friend's apartment. Joey and Chandler, Monica and uh, Rachel. Man, that's a, that's a show, a series that simply goes along with my life just as perfectly as anything else. I mean, it's the show that I, when I turn on the TV, it's the only thing I want going on in my TV. It's friends. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen it again and again, and it never gets old to me. And it's just the perfect show to make you feel warm when you come to your house. That's what I what it feels to me. And to have both apartments in Lego form, it's just entering into a world, friends, that I didn't actually know in person. And now I do. And it has to be in my list. And it goes for... Let me see. One hundred and forty-nine dollars. Yeah, that Whoa. Central Perk set was awesome. I must say. Yeah, Lewis, I'm looking at the set online right now. I've never seen the show, but the set itself is super cool. Definitely a great build, great design. I I love Friends. I mean, I've watched it. I can't tell you how many times. Um, this is it's on my. It was on my short list as well. It's really cool because I always thought they were just going to do Monica's apartment, but then I'm like, well, why wouldn't mm -hmm. they do Chandler and Joey's? And they did. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll build Ross's and Phoebe's apartment. But you know, mm -hmm. that's like at the bottom of my project list. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a great set. That's a when it came out and it showed both apartments, I was stunned stunned and uh, <laughs> how they marketed it the day it came out in this in social media in linkedin and instagram lego specifically and they rebuilt all the scenes from the show man i was literally in tears in, in tears and wow. to see, uh, uh, the yeah it's it, wow. it was so important to me it was amazing to me to see uh uh Monica with the turkey in her head in Lego form. <laughs> Man, that was abs absurd, absurd. And it ha had to be on my list. That is awesome. Nice choice. I want to get it just so that I can do, um, I don't know if you've seen Kim Plata's uh, Lego Artisan, um, the, the, the sitcom tower um, that he's building. But uh, he has like, it's so it's got... Um, Seinfeld, Central Park, Big Bang Theory, uh, uh, Seinfeld, Central Park, Big Bang Theory, um, the the Bro Thor Tower, but he's he's he built it all the way up in a in a uh, each floor complex. is a sitcom. Yeah, so well, I've it's, seen it. It's yeah, amazing. It's oh my god, complex. <laughs> it's, it's so, so great. complex. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. So great. Beautiful. Oh my god, I love this community. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll keep moving. We can, we could talk all day. I know it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peter, what is your number three? Number three for me is the Medieval Blacksmith set 21325-1. So this one obviously is closest 
I mean, my, I shouldn't say it's closest. My builds would be closest to this. I know it was based off of submission that a different builder made a few years ago. I really liked the original submission. Um, and when I saw this one for the first time, like a lot of other people, I was like, yeah, it's fine. But the original was much better. However, after looking at it many times, I agree that this is probably the correct way to sell and market a set like this to the public. A very beautiful and aesthetic looking piece of architecture yeah it's just a good classic castle theme lego building so I, I would go with that it retails for 130 dollars so yeah that'd be no i'm gonna jump right in and say this was my pick number two and oh my god what a beautiful set for both of us Avli and lewis of nutwood that we both actually built at, at mocks uh, towards medieval style this is what we came here for I mean, it's just so beautiful. It has the foliage, it has the architecture, and man, oh man, the roof pattern, how many times I've seen it again and again on different builds. The way I see oh, yeah. this set, oh my God, everywhere. The way I see I this agree. set is that not only it brought castle builders to mocking more and more diversely, but brought people that weren't into medieval style into building mocks with medieval style, into building castle. That is why this set is so important to me. And not alone, I, I, they brought back the sigil in, in the Black Falcon's shirts, the Black Falcon's torsos. That's beautiful, the minifigures and the tan horse. Oh my God, I would buy this set only for the horse. The tan horse <laughs> blew me away, honestly. I, I want to. I agree with you about that. The style of it has influenced a lot of people, and you for sure see the uh, modified plates as roofs all over the place, and then you see the round plates for the Tudor woodworking. So the way I look at it is, every I try to avoid buying those parts because it's just my character is not to do what everyone else is doing. Number one, <laughs> whether it's good or bad doesn't matter. Just the way I am. But I'm that said, if that hadn't come out and I made that, it would have been fantastic, of course. So it's a great mock. It's a great, it's a great building, no doubt. And that horse is I agree that house that horse has got a great color to it. Yeah, if I had a six, this would have been or if we would you would originally said twelve hundred. If we if it was twelve hundred would have been it, this definitely would have been on my list. I don't have this one, and it is one that I'm desperately wanting to add to my collection. <laughs> desperately yeah. it is actually my number two because so many people had posted this in ideas constantly anything medieval because that's a huge callback to the original castle series from lego and not saying that it's not it's not my favorite the castle series because i have bionicle nice knowing and, you i'm talking yeah, nice I'm knowing sorry. You and, and Lewis, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> um, but I love this set because it it does a great job in making it uh, fun and and having those features to it that, like you said, got people um, into building. Also, for everyone, correction it is one hundred and fifty dollars. I think you said one hundred and thirty. Wow! Oh, yeah. someone's going could over. Screw up, yeah, could screw up your uh, your pricing there. <laughs> uh, I'll get rid of it. Okay. Thanks for the correction. But I want to, I agree with you. It is a call back to that. And I was, I mean, to use the term raised, I was totally raised on the eighties castle stuff. I mean, like that's all I did was I was, I got all of them. I was obsessed with them. And this one had, it harkens back to that in the style, 
but it of course uses newer parts and techniques, but it still captures that, that feel. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I kept it as uh, my number two, because it, it adds that extra color to it. Hopefully they'll continue with this uh, a little bit here and there uh, as their series, since they did like the hundred acre woods is kind of a callback to some older sets as well. Yeah, I agree. I can't It'd be say that cool. enough. I can't say that enough. That roofing revolutionized my feed. That, yep, that was everything definitely. I saw on my feed. That roofing, that roofing pattern. It does. Everyone does it now, but it's a yeah. good one. Cool. And those tiles are pretty cheap now because there's so many of them. Yeah, and that's always nice because then you get to say, "Hey, like, I can still build what I like," and now it's a little bit cheaper. Absolutely. Yeah. Fast. If you want to, if I want to make, I mean, I have a budget like everyone else, and I, I don't exceed it each month. It adds up quick. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> Peter, let's talk about your number two. All right, number two is another space model. It's the NASA Apollo Eleven Lunar Lander. Ooh. It is number one zero two six six dash one, and the prices vary, but I think it was around eighty five dollars. You get so where I, do you get fungible prices with Lego? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, I'm looking at blank blank right now. Okay, so <laughs> this to me is a is a, a is an absolutely beautiful design right here. And the, the colors number one, but just the shape of it, it's totally convincing. It's also got that throwback piece. It's the loudspeaker brick, I think it's called. It's got a couple of those pieces which really take me back to. When I was a kid, I had uh, a lot of the space stuff, the early Technic stuff, town, and then castle. And I love the space, the early space stuff. I had all that in the early 80s, late, I guess probably, I was only a couple years old in the late 70s, but I had some of that. So this one really brings me that time to that time period as well. Also, it, outside of Lego, we could probably talk <laughs> quite a bit extensively about <laughs> the lunar landing, but I'm going to forego that part of the conversation for the sake of the podcast but it is a great it's a great building i think so that's why i picked number that for number two i actually own that set it is a great set to have i displayed it for quite a while being the space nerd that i am it, yep. it has those great chrome copper pieces uh, or at least the copper stickers because you know in older sets it didn't show them like well that that was what it was is the tin the foil which yep. was like microns thick and anything that went through it, uh, the astronauts are dead <laughs> yep. pretty quick if they don't have their suits on. Absolutely. But it was all about weight. I think they did great with the landing. I I wish and hope, but I don't expect it to happen, to do the uh, Apollo command uh, modulo where yep. you could attach them together and have your own full display of its mission to the moon. That'd be amazing. That'd be super cool. I might buy this one. I, I've looked at it at the star, but I just keep walking away from it. But it's great. So. Well, it we'll have to figure amazing. out one day when you're when you're actually gonna buy a set. I, I yeah. <laughs> talking a big game. The day is still to come. I am talking a big game, but I've already got okay. I've already got a couple orders. I always have orders in the chamber on Bricklink, and I'm just waiting to uh -huh. finish them off. And it's exceeding hundreds of dollars in just tiles. I'm like, all right, don't. <laughs> but do you do? <laughs> so okay. <laughs> Let me add, this is such a beautiful set. Such a beautiful set. Garrett, you said you own it and displayed it yes. for quite a while? Yes, I did. Not only the golden pieces or, or copper pieces are phenomenal and they are so distinct. They could have done this set without the minifigs, but 
including the minifigs, adds so much value to it. Mm -hmm. The astronauts, having the astronauts in this build, it, it means so much. And to have the flag, and more than that, I've just seen there's a crater underneath it. And it is amazing to have the crater, to have the terrain on top of everything, and the figures just spot on for LEGO. Amazing work. Amazing work. Oh, it has a crater with it too? Yeah. Yep. yeah. I didn't realize that part. Okay. Yeah. Cool little detail. Man, I've had such that a cool little, little detail. Such a cool I thing. literally had it in my hands the other day as well when I was looking at the docile, the, the, the fossil set, the dinosaur fossil thing too. Yeah. Man. Now, here's, here's some other random facts. Do you know who was on the Apollo 11 mission? Because I guarantee you know two, but I don't, I don't think anyone knows the third. Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> that was Apollo 13. A little oh, different. right, 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 right. Not Brad Pitt. <laughs> no, that That's was the Armageddon. One. Different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do not. I should know this. I, I, I do Edwin not. Edwin Michael Collins. There's the name that most people forget is Michael Collins because he never step, stepped foot on the moon. He was the command module uh, pilot. And the two that did, as we know, are Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong. I thought Michael Collins was, was ahead of the IRA. Mm, I don't think so. The, 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 Irish, the, the Irish revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, Our, different, Michael, different Michael Collins. You know. <laughs> hey, might, was, there. might be this more than one Michael Collins. Of, he got the short end of the, the stick in history because nobody knows him. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even get to go on the moon. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the goal. So, I mean, he, he did. Went he did there, get to he land there, but never, never, never stepped on the moon. Is that that it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just flew around the moon. Never, never landed. Never stepped foot. Oh, he and, never and even now landed. He's in a nope. Lego podcast, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Such a victory. Such a victory. <laughs> and this is why they need the module set so that they can add him to the whole crew. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, absolutely agreed. Yeah. Huh. Cool. All right, John, let's get your number two. My number two, and I don't know how many people are going to be for from familiar familiar with this one, but it is the the Duplo Coding Express coming in at two hundred and nine dollars and ninety five cents. It is 234 pieces, and it is item number 45025. I don't know who's familiar with this, but as I said, Duplo, and it teaches you um, coding, all like basic concepts of coding, uh, early coding, uh, sequencing, looping, conditional coding. And also it's, you know, help, uh, it's really good with problem solving skills and critical thinking and emotional and social skills. And I think it's a really, really brilliant uh, product. I'm looking at that right oh now. God. That is a great idea. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I didn't uh, know about this one. Yeah, I'm a geek, and I, I, my, <laughs> my mom, my mom, my, my, uh, my wife is, uh, is a mother to many, uh, uh, grandchildren who love the Duplo, and uh, we, we have a tendency of breaking open the Duplo. So I always look at what comes out that's new, what's different, and they always have these, these unique sets. Even like with the serious play sets, the, the starter kits with those things, 
um, getting these starter kits for kids, whether it is a Lego or a Duplo, uh, I think are brilliant. And I think any way that you can incorporate creativity and learning and interactivity, uh, I think is always a, a home run. And I think this kit right here is a home run. Beautiful. I'll have to check that out. I mean, like we just bought coding gifts for my four-year-old nephew. I mean, he doesn't actually learn to code, but it <laughs> it gives him problem solving. Like one is like a dinosaur that you hide the, yep. the baby away, and you press, you put these obstacles in the way, and it'll find, it'll figure out how to go around them to get there, uh, which I thought was cool. Um, get him engaged, get that STEM yep. degree. <laughs> yeah, it's really awesome, and I and I, I like. Super Lego Dad, who uh, on on Instagram, Super Lego Dad, he's he teaches with with Duplo, and I think it's brilliant. I like that's one of the main reasons why I I follow along and so captivated by that. But I, I just think the ability to not only a get people uh, involved with Lego and Duplo um, at such an early age, but it also, I mean, it literally links them together for life, for learning, and for for playing. Cool. Wow. Absolutely. I was not familiar familiar with this this coding experience. And man, such a beautiful choosing, John, because that's exactly what you said. The Lego, it's not only a toy, it's something that makes us learn and create along the way. And that specifically is an educational part of it. And more than that, it connects the physical to the to the digital world. And that's something yep. Lego's trying to do, right? With, yeah. with Mario, with other sets as well. And by doing so with younger kids, with younger audience, uh, that's a statement on we have to learn. We have to be connected every time. We have to learn from scratch, from, 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 the, from our youth. And, uh, and it's beautiful how they're doing it and, and, and how they're, they keep growing growing this uh, this learning experience and uh, that's an amazing set that's an amazing choice yeah it's it's a, interesting you know because like we we i remember when when i was younger how it was difficult to embrace the the, the growth of knowledge into technology mm -hmm. um and even in fact it was like oh don't don't learn it you were even t told not to learn things because you know you you got a book and you got a pen and paper and one and now it's really all about embracing that technology and teaching um, going forward, seeing how, how the growth of the world has become. And, you know, when you get that interactivity and that, that, that learning, uh, at such a young age too, if I had this at two, three, four, five years old, man, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And that, yeah. And that resonates directly to the Lego value learn through play, right? Right. It's exactly, exactly. that. And it's yep. so beautiful to see it happening, to see it happening and working out amazing mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah. well now we already did mine number two we talked about it as um, the blacksmith shop but now uh, i'll talk about my number one which uh john and i share it's uh of Drop course the the R yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the rms titanic uh that's mm -hmm. 10294 it is also the largest lego set if you don't include the the world map uh ever built at six hundred and thirty dollars i have a long history with the titanic for some reason as a kid i was fascinated with major disasters uh let's see pompeii titanic hindenburg um yep. 
Atlantis, Ooh, Krakatoa. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the but the Titanic, I had books, I had a bath toy, like all kinds of things. And the bath toy did split in half and sink, which was awesome. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's a beautiful set. I've seen it in the store. I actually saw it in uh, the Lego store yesterday, and it's it's massive. The detailing is great. Uh, even if you don't open up the interior, like just seeing it in its in its uh, entirety is beautiful. It will be a set I will buy. It's just uh, when <laughs> and right. where will I display it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's exactly like the conversation my wife and I have had. It's not just it's not a matter of like when uh, like if it's a matter of when and where. Um, and fortunately, we have the attic, so I can put it just about anywhere up there. Um, but she'll want to see it, so we have to put it yeah. in the living room somewhere. <laughs> which, which the Coliseum, which was a problem for a while as well, because we we wanted to display it somewhere where we could see it, but it ended up in our bedroom because it was too big um, to display anywhere else. The design on this is insane. Um, it's it's uh, also designed uh, by Mike Pziaki or Mike Pziaki or Siaki, however he says his name. He's the guy that did the Mustang Ecto DB5. Uh, all of the amazing uh, creator cars. I you, just looking at the interiors of this thing. The exterior is one thing, and it, and they they are obviously embracing some of the quote unquote illegal builds techniques with this, which I find fascinating as well. But uh, the interiors, the guts of this thing, I guess, which is what I love mostly about Lego sets, the NES set, um, this set. Now looking at it, it just the interior builds of it look amazing it's just so intricate there's such an uh, amazing attention to detail and there's even one element that i don't know if many people are aware of but it's the um there's there's like a little banner piece that's in there that has initials in it uh and i'm not sure if if anyone's familiar with it but it has a t t yeah tc for tiago who um happened to be actually the person who originally came to lego with the design for this what three years ago or so and he suggested doing a titanic and lego and they kind of passed on it or put it they shelved it for a while and then their way of kind of and he no longer works with the company he i mean he works with the company but not with the company uh-huh. and their way of kind of giving a, a tip of the cap to him was putting a shield with which they did also in the ship and the bottle set. If you look at that, it has his initials. What he which he and designed. The Tower of Terror or whatever. Yeah, uh, right. And it has tower. initials. Um, it has a gray shield in the build of the Titanic with a nod to him in that. And his 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 his, his like joke was like, was this their way of? It was this their sick and twisted way of joke uh, of saying hello to me. <laughs> <laughs> was, was the guy Thiago Catarino? Is that it? Is that the guy? Yeah, Tiago. Tiago Catarino. Man, he's he's a Portuguese, right? And now he's, uh, doing, so. he's on YouTube. Yes, yes. Beautiful. I didn't know he was the 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 mastermind behind this masterpiece. He uh, brought a small, small version of it to them year a few years ago, a real tiny version of it to them. And I then see. Yeah. So cool to know. So cool to know. And to know that Lego uh, uh, put his initials in the final product. And that's that's really important. Well, it shows how cool of a company uh, Lego continues to be, exactly. regardless. Exactly. You know, so. I agree. Yep. Great and model. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Is that a, do you think it's selling well? 
Oh yeah, I mean it's sold out everywhere. Yeah, is it really? Yeah. Not available. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's huge. Um, I like the as simple as this is. I actually like the bases that it's standing at. One, two, three, four, yeah. five. Those are cool. <laughs> Just little details like that. Um, it looks exactly like the Titanic. You know what it is. It's it's extremely impressive. I mean, going back to when I was a kid, when Lego was, when I was collecting it, it's just, I can't believe what it's turned into from <laughs> basic little sets. And in a world where yeah. nobody talked to each other, you couldn't get parts. There was no such thing as a mock. I mean, there was, but it didn't really exist in the way it does now, of course. But just to see where it's come, this is a real example mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. And the the designer, I you know, I follow him, of course, and I watch some of his videos. Is it's just he's one of those people who just blows my mind with the creativity, the variety, and just the nonstop ability to put stuff out at all times. It just blows my mind. And to, to know that he did this, which I didn't know until now, just even more impressive. Or I know yeah. he didn't do it, but to have influenced it. Right, right, right. The actual designer is the guy who did the um, Ecto and the four. He did a bunch of the modulars as well. Yeah. Uh, but Tiago, I don't know if you saw this, and sorry, tangent jumping, but he opened up the Parisian restaurant just so he could <laughs> colored um, brick separator. Oh, really? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, so that's our two. Now we'll go to Peter. What's your number one? Number one for sure is the Gingerbread House 10267-1. Um, and it, I've seen it retailed anywhere from 100 to 130, though. I, I know that somebody bought it for a hundred bucks the other day. I saw on Instagram. Uh, the reason yeah. I picked this one is I just, it, it captures everything I love about architecture, even though it's not medieval by any means, I don't specifically only like medieval stuff, but I do like a lot of the, uh, calling cards that medieval has, which would be like pointed roofs. I like sharp angles, even though a lot of people make medieval mocks that are, um, you know, kind of distressed looking. This one captures the old style for me. But I also love the simplicity of it. I love that it's just a few colors. They're in total harmony with one another. Um, I like the toys. I like the tree. I like everything about it. I just think it's a perfect, uh, this would be my number one Lego design of all time, probably ex excluding the castle builds from when I was a kid. I think this is better than those, those but um, I like those better just for nostalgia purposes, I suppose. But yeah, so this would be my number one. Wow. It's a great build. It's a phenomenal build, and it's I it retails at a hundred from what I remember. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah, and it comes like for me, and any set that comes with a light brick is worth the price of the set. I don't care what the price of the set is. <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. So that's I just I just built that uh, again. I bought it last year. I always buy the Winter Village sets. Um, and I rebuilt it and it's on the shelf here now, but yeah, the, the light brick is great. Um, and th the creativity of having, you know, a, a baby gingerbread, uh, with mom and dad gingerbread with yeah. uh, a, a chocolate bed and, uh, the fireplace. I thought it was really cool. Yep. Yeah. It's a great build. Absolutely. Cool. That's such a beautiful set. Yeah. And Personally, I am crazy about the Winter Village sets, all of them. And to know that each year we will have one that's better than the other, that's better than the other, it just brings, talks to a, to a warm place in my heart. And this set specifically, from the coloring to the, to the architecture of the house and everything interior-wise, 
it's just an amazing set, just an amazing choice. And it shows us how every house, every even be it medieval, be it not, uh, everything we can build out of a gingerbread, right? And <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and and I don't know if you guys uh, uh, know, but I had a tradition in my house that every year, uh, by the end of the year, by coming to the holidays, uh, closing to Christmas, I would sit down and open all my sets and build Lego. It was a tradition that came with me from childhood. Childhood. And um, same. That's the deal of all winter sets. Awesome. And have it. Uh, uh, have it displayed. So I completely agree to have a holiday uh, Christmas set on this list. Amazing choice. Perfect too for Christmas wish list. <laughs> yeah. I think you're our final uh, number one, Lewis. What is your number one pick? Oh, I'm the final number one. So it goes to okay. my number one pick. It's the number seven six. 391, the Hogwarts Icons um, oh, Collector's yeah. Edition. Yeah. And it oh, goes yeah. for $249.99. And uh, oh my God, if you've seen the movies, if you've read the books, you, you've been to that phase in which you, you, you started wondering, oh my God, what if, it, what if it's all true? What if magic is among us? What if I could have uh, an owl that brings me, uh, brings me letters and, and lessons on potions and stuff? And you don't even have to be a huge Harry Potter fan to enjoy this set because, oh my God, it is huge. It is gigantic. And it comes with Hedwiges, the, the, owl, the owl. It comes with all the books, a lot, lots and lots of books. It comes with uh, uh, the Harry Potter goggles. It comes with so many things. And it displays so absolutely beautiful that it struck me. And now it became my first, uh, uh, my number one choice for having uh, a, a Lego set this year. What do you guys think? Agreed. Oh, go ahead. I agree, Lewis. It's a phenomenal set. I'm looking at it now, and I've glanced at it before, but just the variety itself is insane. Yeah. The techniques look crazy. It's all over the place, but it completely it's in complete harmony. It's it's phenomenal. You're right. I should have put that as number one. Come on. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really good. Super cool set, and I think it's worth the money for sure, too. 200 and whatever it is, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. two. How many pieces is it? I believe 6,000 plus. What? Oh my gosh. That's a lot. Uh, a lot. It's a ballpark here, but I think it's something right there. That stack that... of books is so cool. It looks completely real. Well, it, and I... it, we, we've heard it again and again, and it doesn't even look like Lego. Right, right. I wanted the, well, my wife loves owls. So I got the, and because I don't do much on the, the, the Harry Potter stuff. That was. I'm a, it was a little bit uh, younger than, than I am. And my wife, like I said, loves owls. So I got her the, the what is it? He oh, oh, you guys are going to kill me. I don't remember. Hedwig? Is that a name? Hedwig, yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jared's going to kill me. He's <laughs> 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 uh, sitting here grinding his teeth. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I've only seen one of the movies. Um, Goodbye. Um, I haven't seen any of them either, John. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Both of you. See you later. <laughs> I know. No, it's I've so seen bad. them. I've read them. And it's, I've, it's such an And so many people say this to me on Instagram. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't talk about anything Lego with anybody because I don't know literally anything about most of this about pop culture stuff. And it's so bad. So I just have to stick in my own corner. Well, I had, I had Zach on trying to describe uh, elements in his, uh, in his thing. And he was just like, I, I don't know. It's this thing with a couple, couple things on it. And I'm like, right on. Uh, anyways, uh, but I <laughs> know uh, the, the, the owl on the, uh, on that build looks amazing. It looks so cool. Uh, does it have, is it, is it animated as well or animatronic as well? Or I think state? it's just display. Okay. But I don't think there would be a, there would be any problem on on animating it. I, yeah, I mean, just do it. I, I can't wait right. to see it. It yeah. looks like beautiful. All those potions and everything. Yeah, the frog, the yeah. wand, everything. Garrett, the speak, glasses. Man. Awesome. A good yeah, choice. That's a great. Yeah, it's a great choice. I knew about it. It's it's my wife's number one, other than mm, maybe Diagon Alley. We're big Harry Potter fans, um, and going this weekend was it was just. I thought great. I ruined the podcast with the Harry Potter. <laughs> no, no, I've heard it before. I've heard it before. <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> it's not because I don't like Harry Potter. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. My age, man. <laughs> Same here, John. And out of the four people on this right now, two of us don't know anything about it. So 50%, you know, I mean, because right. I'm 40. And we're both, what, 10, 15 years older than both of you. <laughs> I mean, I'm Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings was my thing. You know, I was 27 when I watched those, and I was like, this is the best thing of all time. So I'm, exactly. that's my thing. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, re I'm reading Lord of the Rings right I, now. I actually never read, read it. More. See, so, this is reversed, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep. laughs> Awesome. Now, awesome. now, now, okay, this is, we're ending the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to run down through the list again. Uh, I'll, I'll read them off here. Uh, let's see. I'm just going to pull it up. So uh, for Lewis, we have, we have Hogwarts icons, number one, medieval black uh, Smith is number two, friends apartment, number three, world map, number four, and Adidas superstar at number five. For Peter, we have the Gingerbread House, NASA's Apollo Lunar Lander, the Blacksmith Shop, the Space Shuttle is number four, and Police Station number five. And for John, we have Titanic, the Duplo Coding Express, the Crocodile Locomotive, the Stunt com Competition, and Jurassic Fossil is number five. And for mine, we have the Titanic, the Blacksmith Shop, Crocodile Locomotive, Fiat, and Voldemort Nagini and Bellatrix is number five. So, I mean, overall, it's, it's pretty diverse for all of us with just a few intermixed here. Um, being mm -hmm. all adults, uh, I, I mean, mm -hmm. most of us, uh, <clears throat> John, <clears throat> um, <laughs> we, uh, we chose a lot of, of the adult Lego sets, but there's so many out there. Um, I guess final question for everyone. Thinking about Lego, everyone has creativity. Do you think Lego is a great avenue for people to restart their creativity this holiday season? I I would say it's the place to start. I mean, honestly, like I I don't I don't mean to jump on everyone here, but like I think we've walked away a little bit too much of hands on. Uh, we we work a little bit too much in the ones and zeros of the world. 
a little too digitally. And I think if we start working more with our digits rather than on digits, uh, the world will be a little bit more of an approachable and creative place. Well said. I, I agree with you. The thing I like about the hobby of Lego is, well, is multiple things. But one, one, one that really appeals to me is that you can pick it up and stop it whenever you want. If you've got five minutes, you can go click a few things together. If you've got five hours, you can do that. Uh, that and you can just leave it there. And then as far as cleanup goes, et cetera, it's super simple. It's clean. Sky's the limit as far as creativity goes. Everyone knows it. Everyone likes Lego to some degree. Not that everyone else matters, but they can relate to it. And I think it's I think it's cool. Yeah, when's the last time you heard someone say, ew, Lego? Only people uh no one ever says that, but they'll say they'll say something maybe condescending as far as like you're an adult and you do that, but secretly <laughs> you know secretly they're just <laughs> <laughs> They're jealous. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, they are. <laughs> I agree with you, but I, I'll let my comments to be last. Lewis, what do you think? Well, uh, I think everyone has a story to tell. Their story, probably no story. If they can tell a story and connect with other people through these stories, why not be using Lego to do that? to translate their emotions, to translate their memories into something that creatively, something that builds from scratch and that comes only in our own minds. It's the materializ materialization of creativity. And yes, go out there, build something, pick your Lego bricks and impress the world. That's what I think. I think you stole my line there a little bit. Um, <laughs> kind of, kind of. <laughs> I'm inspired by you, man. Oh, thank you, thank you. The, love uh, it. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with everybody's comments here. I love the ability that Lego has. Like you said, you can pick it up. You can do it whenever. Uh, being hands on and just connected with other people. Like this holiday season is probably still rough, just as the last couple have been. We're still not out of this pandemic. We're still uh, you know, social distancing and Lego has created, given the ability for people to kind of step away from zoom to step away from having social distance and be together in the home in some way, Daniel and I, my wife will go into the store and we'll look together and I'm like, well, we could split diagonally. I'll, I'll build two buildings. You build two buildings. And it's fun. It gives everybody the opportunity to be creative in their own home. You don't need to pay thousands of dollars to travel the world at this point you can travel in your home in some way with building with plastic so that's where i think it's great for the holiday season and everyone probably has a wish list and i would say probably a good bit of people in this world have lego on their list somewhere i would have to agree with that and especially over the course of the last two to three years the demographics have shifted so 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 much into not only what Lego is offering to the public, but what the public's offering to Lego. Exactly. Absolutely true. Great, great, great stuff, everybody. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, everybody, thank you for coming on. I really love that we were able to come together today to talk about our Christmas list just before Christmas this year. And I really want everyone to go appreciate, even if you don't like medieval, go check out Peter and Lewis. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. You should tell everybody's work is creative and you should completely just immerse yourself in the idea that everyone has that creative aspect. So all of their Instagrams are going to be posted in the description. Do you guys, anything else you want to plug before we sign off today? No plug, but thanks to everybody and 
have a wonderful Christmas. But I have no plugs. Yeah, I just want to thank everyone for Garrett for his good. Such a pleasure to have you as well. Uh, first time I'm speaking to you, I I feel humble, inspired by you. So for everyone that loves Lego in this community, well, thank you for being here. Thank you all for being creative and contributing it greater and bigger so thank you very much guys right on and uh yeah just to, to piggyback on what lewis was saying it's an absolute pleasure to, to to finally chat with you um personally i know that i've enjoyed really following along with what you do uh with your work so fantastic work by the way lewis of nutwood always follow that uh and then peter of course always working with you is is, is a pleasure um i've had the, the the chance to work with him on a personal basis we'll be working further on a, on a grander basis, which is great. And his, his work is always inspiring. And then of course, Garrett, you know, I mean, I've been listening to the podcast basically from the get go. It's been something that has taught me a lot about Lego geared me to a lot of different designers. It, it's really been a, a bit of a schooling for me. And now I get to be a part of it and it's, it's just truly an honor. And I, and I, and I can't thank you enough. So I really appreciate all of you for being a part of this and for me being able to be a part of this and man, this community is something else. I appreciate everyone coming in today. I know that in the community, we continue to broaden our branches of connectivity to see everybody, to learn from everybody. John, I'm honored to have you on board. This is, it's been great. I mean, we've only been a month in and like, it's, it's crazy. The amount of connections we've made and you've made to um, build your, uh, don't sweat the techniques, uh, understanding uh, the video live chats, and just uh, getting to hear people's stories. And that's what the podcast has always been about. For everyone out there, make sure you, you check out their pages. Check out the Back to Brick page for our videos with John. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast at Back to Brick on your favorite podcast listening apps, as we've talked about. You can also make it easy. Go to backtobrick.com. There's buttons you can press, and you can listen to these podcasts, see some photos of the sets that we've talked about. So it, it makes it a... Uh, kind of connective tissue of, hey, that's what the set they were talking about and see it was as we discuss it. But uh, overall, like we said, this Christmas season, if you don't have a Lego set on your Christmas list, no worries. But even if it's uh, the $5 minifigure set or anything small, those the poly bags, it's, it's fun to get your hands on something like that to create a medium of creativity. So I'll leave you as I always do. Get creative, get out there, and go build something. Now, um, we're going to jump to Peter, and uh, I'm going to have you do your four, three and four because uh, I know we share one of those, and it'll be easier as you will be leaving in about 15 minutes here. Okay, cool. So do, I just did my fifth oh, and fourth. <laughs> Not Peter. John. This is the problem when you have too many guests on the show. Oh, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> What's up? No, you're, you, want... you were leaving at five for video. Oh, that's you? your, my time five, not your time. Okay. No, I'm that. Uh, oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> this is the pro And then uh, for everybody listening, we have time zones all over the place. <laughs> yeah. so I'm in, I'm yeah. in Eastern and then yep. John's in Pacific. Uh, Peter's in Central. Yep. And Lewis, where are you at? Um, two hours uh, before uh, um, Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. So he's in Mountain Time. We've got all of the United States time zones here. 
Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I should have said yeah, five my time. So I've got. I I was being I was being uh, um, long in the tooth on the podcast. Three hours. <laughs> Hopefully, we won't run three hours. <laughs> now, let me correct all of what I just said because that was terrible hosting. Now Don't we love that. To <laughs> so my wife came downstairs, said somebody knocked at the door. Then she looked through the peephole, and there's a snowman in the peephole. Um, and yeah, what? so she's like, I think there's somebody out there. Like, what are they doing? So I walk up, I look out the window. There's no one on our doorstep. Um, I look through the peephole, and I'm like, well, yeah, I see some like snowman style face. And then I remember our mother in law gave us a wreath that has a small elf in the <laughs> middle of it. So I'm like, honey, that's the elf just from the backside. And she's like, what? <laughs> she said you're being she's robbed like, by the elf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I open the door, show her, but there is somebody in a car out front and they walk up. They're like, hey, we we're supposed to pick up a package here. I'm like, nah, our house address is there's like six of them in the area. So it was definitely somebody else's house. But she's like she apologizes for taking me away but i was now she's dying laughing now she's calling what her mom and telling her yeah. <laughs> yeah really <laughs> she grabbed a knife so out many, of it there were so many twists in this story oh my god i love <laughs> it I loved that it. elf never saw it coming it. no no he did not and it was, she's like oh my god it's because the the eye peep is a fish lens fish eye lens so it looks bigger than it is and uh, i was laughing that's awesome. It was the elf. There was the snowman. There was the man in the car. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, this is something that my wife I was would do. At the, uh, I was at the edge of my chair, man. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, back to this. Uh, so, 